guys and welcome back to the Rev4 Unplug podcast. Today we're joined by the guys from Simpwill, um, James, Matt and Dan, and today you're watching an episode of Spill the Tea. But before we get started, if you are watching on YouTube, please give us a like, subscribe and leave any questions or comments down below. And do remember this whole series is sponsored by Tap Cocktails. Cheers guys. Cheers. Cheers. Um, so money up, so money off. Please use... Oh, don't fall over my leg. <laughs> <laughs> She's had a few before. new trousers, no. <laughs> <laughs> so for money off, please use our exclusive discount code Spill the T10 and treat yourself to some bevs. Spill the tea, literally. <laughs> Spilling all sorts, not just the tea. And um, so today we're it's talking nice. about leaving school and like what next, basically. Where the hell do you go from there? Um, you so end up here drinking all, alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, did you know what you wanted to do, yes or no, when you left school? I didn't have a clue. No. When I first left. Does anyone really? Well, I suppose some people do know, don't they? I think there's some people, like, when you go specifically down the route of, say, being a nurse, you know what you need to do because it's such a commitment to get that qualification Mm -hmm. um, or dentistry or whatever. I'm just thinking of ones I know that are long qualifications. But I think it's fairly uncommon that you'll meet someone that's doing the thing that they planned on doing when they were a child. Very true. But I actually think that comes down to the fact that I don't think, in my opinion, the curriculum in school allows a child to have enough information to know what is out there. Yeah. Um, So I wanted to be a fireman. Go on. I'm not a fireman anymore. (laughs) Uh, I wanted to be a fireman, but because I didn't engage in school, um, not putting the blame on anyone else, obviously it comes down to the child as well, but I don't think there was enough nurture for the type of student I was at the time. Yeah. Um, I didn't even have the right qualifications to be a fireman anyway. Mm. Um, and naturally, after moving from the infatuation as a young lad of you know, police and fire and all that mm-hmm. type of stuff, when you hit the real world, it's like, right, well, I need what something that? that pays the bills, I need oh, something yeah. that allows me to level up in life. And I'm not saying being a fireman doesn't Does allow it? you to do yeah. that, but when you actually understand what you want out of life, mm-hmm. I think you, your opinion yeah, changes, changes as you go along anyway. Just out of interest, what did you all want to be when you were younger? <laughs> A stripper. <laughs> <laughs> I actually can't remember. I, I wanted think... to be a Barbie doll when I was young, believe it or not. I oh, I loved um, salic tights and salic mites in caves. Weird, I know. So I wanted to like research them. Very bizarre, but yeah, they were my What's things that? as a child. You know those things that hang from the ceiling? Like rock thing, like study rocks. That looks like, I, I, like icicles. Yeah, yeah, yeah they look yeah, like yeah, icicles. Yeah. I just was fascinated as a child with those. That's pretty bizarre. cool. Oh, calcium. we've got Lara on the back, made up of calcium, apparently. But yeah, they were my things as a child. How bizarre! Did anyone else have any like weird things? I can't like remember. That? I've got memory like a sieve. That's probably why. Because <laughs> <laughs> most people want to be like an astronaut or something, don't they? Yeah, I mean that would that would be pretty cool. Oh yeah, it'd be well cool. I think when you're a kid though, you choose a thing that's cool. Yeah, like you see it on like, TV yeah. and it's related to an interest. Mm. Um, I think, as I said, that just ties back into when you hit reality mm-hmm. could be an astronaut if you really want to and I know we've obviously oh, yeah. spoke about this earlier on but it's understanding what it takes to be an astronaut and I think it's and more like a fairy tale mm-hmm. projection of what you'd like to be yeah I always be a fireman <clears throat> thought it was cool mm-hmm. he just said it because he thought it was cool because he thought it was cool it's like yeah it's just a bit of a 
like a fantasy almost, isn't it? Really, yeah, it's not. It's not reality. Do you think like children should be offered more support when choosing what to do after school? Because I know for me personally, when I went to school, it was all about going to uni. They weren't really bothered, like because it looks good on the school, doesn't yeah. it? So they want to push you into that because they look better. But do you think they should be offering more um, advice? Yeah. On, like, I mean, <clears throat> when I finished school and I was going to sixth form, like. I didn't get the best grades in, um, in GCSE and they essentially told me what AS levels that I had to take and mm. I mean I think one was like geography or something and that was purely because if I had an alright grade in geography it didn't mean that I liked it or no, I was in love with it. Yeah, yeah exactly and they thought that was what was best for me mm. and ultimately I ended up leaving after my AS levels and I went to college and did an advanced diploma in business and that was like it was worlds apart from 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 sixth form and i really enjoyed that i wouldn't say it, it wasn't vocational it was still you know very much classroom based and um an academic but it was something that i enjoyed business and that's where it started me on my journey to where i am now um whereas you know i could have sat another year in a levels doing geography yeah. and then what was i supposed to do with with a geography a level like yeah I, th I think they, they should push for more like say apprenticeships along that line because during school all they really all it's really about is the curriculum and then you go on to, then they all they really talk about is you either go to college or you go to university <coughs> after that they don't really um, give the talk to you about the option of you don't have to go to college you could go do an apprenticeship and go learn a trade or go learn something completely different instead of going on to uni uh, college and then on to university. I think it's yeah. geared up, isn't it, as you said, in relation to kind of next steps. They want you to go to university because it looks good on the school. We've got so many people to go from here to here. Mm -hmm. But I think about things kind of in a logical fashion. I get really frustrated when there's no logic behind anything. So, like, I posted a thing on Twitter um, not too long ago, and it was about the education secretary and how <coughs> they're, I'm sure it was about 40 million quid, which is obviously going to be taxpayers' money and everything else, that they're investing into reintroducing Latin into the curriculum. Now, no disrespect to anybody that's educated themselves in Latin or yeah. uses the language, but I don't know anyone that can speak Latin. I also don't know anybody that is in a job where that is required. Mm -hmm. And more importantly, I don't know anybody that's ever said I wish I could speak Latin for X reason. Yeah, so if it was like a travel or a, 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 a job purpose. So then when you think about the amount of money that we're spending on that, ultimately these children are gonna leave school then with Latin as a qualification, for example. And then what we'll then be doing later on down the line is going, oh, there's a skill shortage. That's because they've all been taught Latin rather than something that's relatable to jobs of the future. Yeah, yeah. So, for example, yes, we're in technology and, you know, we have developers and we're not the experts, we're not programming, we're not coding, we've, we've recruited the team to support us in that process. But ultimately, if they took a, a view with a child of what are you interested in, now this might be really, really biased in terms of what I think they're interested in because it's just like, you know, nephews, nieces and stuff like that that are around me that... Mm -hmm. um, um, I've seen, but they all interact with devices, so computers, tablets, mobile phones, whatever it may be, and they're into social media, YouTube, all of these different types of things. And there's a, I believe, a university out in America that's introduced YouTube, being a YouTuber as a as a qualification. So all of this type of stuff, when you bring it back to kind of the bare bones, surely instead of it being 
teaching them Latin, which, and again, I don't mean to offend anyone if it is that, but in my opinion, <coughs> serves no purpose. Mm-hmm. Why aren't we going, well, what are the skill shortages we have right now? And how can we inspire children to keep them focused on education with an end goal in mind, knowing what the end potential result may be, and teaching them things like programming, developing, graphic design, animations, digital marketing, where they're actually using the things that they do in their spare time, such as social media uh, and YouTube. You know, these YouTubers that have created their platforms, they know so much about the analytics and the back end of it. They're not just the face on there. They know how to engage with an audience and they've had to learn that. Why aren't we teaching kids things like that if they're interested in watching those same people on that platform? Why don't we teach them how to do it themselves? And then they'll leave school with the ability to do marketing on social media. So if they launch a business, they know how to interact and engage with their consumers. Or if they want a job in marketing, they can go down that route. The amount of money that you can earn in these sectors, especially off the back of the pandemic, because people are now going digital, why aren't we giving the youth that's going to come through the skill set to just enter that industry? Mm. Why are we teaching them Latin instead? Now, I'm not saying it's not a good thing. And I'm not saying there's any subjects that we shouldn't be teaching. But I just think that language-based skills should be an option. I think the biggest issue you've got with the schools, knowing some teachers, is that they don't have the funding to provide that. Mm-hmm. You know, we when we were in school, we had a like a uh, an empl- not an employment, but like a careers counsellor. And they sat down and said, what do you want to do? And I find it the weirdest question. I don't know. I'm a 15-year-old lad mm-hmm. going through puberty. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't got a clue. So I don't believe there's enough there to support children to make the right decisions. And I also think that if we actually had a better ecosystem from day one, we would have then allow children that when they become an adult to be much more kind of aware of the things that are out there that are okay. modern. Um, I also think we should be teaching them Latin. We should be teaching them about financial yeah. commitments when oh, they are yes. older. Yeah. Credit cards, banking, oh, mortgages. mortgages. The whole point of it. How and is that not a subject, by the way? It's ridiculous. We, we've gone to town on this many a time on various spillages. If you you know watch these, you will know. Um, yeah, I don't know how that's not a subject yet. How do they expect kids to using that as an example you know go to school learn latin yeah come out of school go into the big wide world and you don't know anything about tax or mortgages or bills or like money like management stuff yeah. like that you should know Absolutely. that 100 percent savings credit cards credit scores all of that type of yeah. stuff i mean we talk about how much money we spend as a government on supporting these people that get into those troubles and there will always be people that go down that route through unfortunate circumstances or through um you know wrong decisions that they've made but there'll be less support needed if they knew from the start wouldn't there but if you think about the the subsequent um knock-on effect of kind of the economy Mm. debt makes money right True. So is there a hidden purpose behind it Mm. if there is that's wrong because it's children that you ultimately could be supporting um so yeah, it's very it's a it's a big subject that we talk about on many occasions because we would love to through our kind of group the Saluco group, which is the overarching uh, umbrella of our individual companies. We want to have a focus on there on jobs for the future. Um, we aren't experts, as I said. We've never wrote a, a line of written a line of code in our lives. We've never written mortgages in our life. We've recruited someone who 
she's incredible she's exceptionally knowledgeable um, and she comes into the, the business for the purpose of promoting that side for us um, and we want to have a focus on saying you don't have to be an expert in the field to go and do that you don't have to do food tech at school if that's not what you want to do you can go down a different route but ultimately it starts with the schools and the schools need to be adapting the curriculum to support the children in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. We talk about as well all the time, sorry to be a bit of a motor mouth here, no, but no. it's really passionate. We talk about all the time as adults, we say, uh, as entrepreneurs, we should fail multiple times. We should learn from the failure in order to get to where we are now. Why don't we just teach kids the reality of failure yeah. by understanding a bit more about the business world? Let them fail more times in smaller um, doses where it's not as important because there isn't a financial risk or a business risk for example when they're younger so that actually when they're in the real wide world and they know a bit about the software industry and they failed a couple of times in whatever it may be then they're built for what's about to come yeah. and then would that potentially have a more positive effect on possible mental health issues for example because yeah. they're used to so they can accept the concept of failing they've hit the floor and they've picked themselves back up and they're right back at it because they know that that's part of life yeah, 100%. so I think it, I think um, yeah, there's a lot more that needs to be done, but yeah. it's, it's right. getting people to change the curriculum, in my opinion. Oh yeah, yeah. So do you think maybe through <coughs> school years there should be maybe something where you know you get sat down um, and there's more support in terms of like you know these are my interests and somebody sits down with you and explores those options and the journey it would take to get there. But that comes from funding. Yeah. And it's whether or not they're going to allow schools to have that type of funding to be able to facilitate that, which is obviously a bit bit of an issue. Um, but for me, a million percent, whatever the strategy is, there should be something there that allows children to be more aware of what's out there. And ultimately, off the back of that, they should be allowed to actually do qualifications and courses that are relatable to what's about to come in the future yeah definitely yeah. You, you're still young like when you leave school mm. you're still young minded aren't you and you're yeah. still like not aware of things that you might be interested in so yeah. i think just leaving and being like oh, i'm gonna go do this it's such like a huge thing mm. because most people don't know what they want to do do they i mean I, my mm. biggest uh, gcse that i actually <coughs> got out of the ones that i had the option to get and didn't was um in PE or games, sport, whatever you want to call it, sports science, and I'm not an athlete, I, I'm in technology. <laughs> and had someone shown me the way, I could have been in it much earlier. Um, so I think- but you didn't have that guidance. Didn't have that guidance. Now, I, I, I've stumbled on this, and maybe that works best for most people. But I just think when we're in an, uh, a world at the moment where people are struggling mentally mm. and with focus and purpose, it could start from such a young age to be inspired to make change do better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that it doesn't hit as hard when, when you're in the real world. Yeah, definitely. What do you guys kind of think on it? What's your take? Yeah, I mean, I'd echo that completely. Um, I think the whole education system needs a, a proper shake-up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, again, it's, it's so outdated. Um, I mean, like, some of the stuff that you learn or are forced to learn like Pythagoras theorem yeah, or like whatever it's called I mean like, like when have you ever used that <laughs> algebra yeah who's used for, algebra I get like by the way yeah <laughs> I mean like you say when are you ever going to use that in the real world mm. like the, the kids these days need teaching real world 
issues and the skills yeah, yeah like personal finance is a massive one i mean like you say you come out of school the education system at what's 18 years old and then you can go out and get multiple credit cards you can go out and get loans and stuff like that and it's and they have no idea of the consequences mm. of you know like misusing them but you know they, they weren't taught that yeah. They weren't taught that, and it's I not think their fault is it really? No, it's not, and I don't think. That, I mean, yeah, the, 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 it needs shaking up. Um, and I even think, if it was just like they had one lesson, obviously you keep everything that how it is now, but you just have one lesson that just teaches yeah, you the yeah. basics of finance, just real world, and just stuff. real world. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. I Because otherwise you're going, you're going to come to hurdles and you're going to end up falling down the old. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I 100% agree with everything you brought up there, and I think it would um, prevent a lot of the issues people have later down in the line because mm. they don't understand the repercussions of, yeah. like, getting a credit card. Do you know what I mean? Like, things mm. like that. So I totally agree with all of that. Um, obviously, you're quite passionate as well about going into schools and mm -hmm. doing your talks. Is this what it would kind of be about? Would it be about the educational system or teaching them that or would it be more the tech industry? It's, I don't know in terms of the topic. I mean, I'll elaborate on it, but mine's quite interesting because I, I, I used to have a bit of a dream when I was younger and I've got a very F you attitude. You know, someone says you can't do something. Mm. There might be a moment where I believe Your them. Wrong. <laughs> yeah, I believe the hype for a little moment and then I fully start to go, no, I, I can do it. Mm. And who are you to tell me not to? So when I was younger, as I said, in, in the previous podcast we've done, shout out Mr. Green told me that I'd never be anything um, and I always had this yeah uh, DM me um, I'll help you out um, but in the in the kind of moments where I realized that I did have potential and I was starting to move forward and I started to believe my own hype rather than his um, I always had this vision it was really really stupid very arrogant and it was very much material centered and i wanted to go and get a supercar and i was going to do donuts around the car park of the school like waving <laughs> at mr green that's what i wanted to do um, and then i realized that one a bloke in a car in a school car park would probably land me in some trouble so um i decided that that was a bad idea um and then i actually thought well why don't we just channel the energy that's really just based on just throwing it back to mr green um and actually use it for the purpose of helping a kid that is just like me. So I think where the passion comes from is, I don't wanna hear a, a kid say, I was told I couldn't do something so I never did anything with my life. And as I said, that doesn't have to be a business owner, it's just being happy in what you are doing and feel like you've got purpose. Um, like I don't wanna go back now and if there's another me sat in the crowd that has had that same message from a teacher, which I hope they haven't, or just believes it themselves because they don't feel like they fit in or whatever it may be just to give them kind of a bit of inspiration show them what's out there the potential of you can leave school get your qualifications obviously of course we're not saying not do education that's absolutely not what we're saying yeah but if it is you that ends up in a position like me for example where i didn't the world's still your oyster you can still do anything you've just got a bit more of a um, a diverted approach on how you do it. Mm -hmm. There's some jobs that are imperative for education in terms of like nursing, as we were saying earlier. Mm -hmm. So it's a must that you focus on them and they do give you great life skills. Um, but I just think that for us, if we were going to go in and do it, it's to pick out the masses of children that are confused, unsure, don't feel like they fit in, have been told that they can't, maybe they've made that decision themselves to show that doesn't matter what you're feeling you can do absolutely anything your, your potential is whatever you set it at 
um, and maybe as well give them a bit of an insight into how I wanted to be a footballer. Matt wanted. Did he say a stripper? What did you say you wanted to be? I can't remember <laughs> what he said you wanted to be. Matt wanted to be. Uh, I don't even know what I wanted to be in school. Matt wanted to be anything other than in school. <laughs> and yeah. what did you say you wanted to be? I didn't really know about that. Oh right. So, but I think well, that goes to show, though, neither of us knew what we wanted to be. So yeah. you wanted to do the cool things. Didn't yeah. You? So, but so it comes back to again that there isn't enough there for kids to to know what they want to do. Yeah. No. You can't. Yeah. You can't know what you want to do. At that age, I don't yeah. But I'd like to show them the, the potential yeah. that it doesn't they matter. Don't have to conform yeah. to the traditional education yeah, system. Yeah, like if you don't go to uni, you won't um, succeed. Which yeah, is, it you're just, not, it's not like, oh, you, you may as well give up now because you're not going to yeah. uni. Yeah. Like, there is it's, other it's, options. It's, it's, yeah, it's completely wrong. I yeah. mean, it, interestingly, every job I've ever had, except for when I've worked for myself, and even then I didn't ask for it, but I've never been asked for my GCSE results ever. Yeah. And well, you're not asked yourself for GCSE results. I did ask myself for my GCSE <laughs> results, did you, yeah. So you have had it once. About GCSE results. No, because I, I didn't even put them on my CV. Uh, okay, I always used to do what everyone did. GCSE is available upon request. And nobody ever asked me. But nobody asked me. And I think that's because every opportunity that I've ever been given, the person who was sat in front of me took me on face value. And I think that's what we should be doing. Yeah. And I think that encourages Definitely. people to figure themselves out under <clears> limited <throat> pressure. Um, being in sales environments you naturally get in there it's cutthroat it's fast paced mm -hmm. you learn a lot about yourself and I think for me I learned a lot about um, my true potential and there's been bumpy roads you know I mean I've never ever just hit it you know the nail on the head each time but I'd like to go in schools and educate children that that's just life and to inspire them a little bit about just do some like soul searching yourself I know that sounds a bit mad for children but there's so much potential out there and it's up to you what you choose to do. Do your education because it's important, but if it's not quite where someone else tells you to be, it needs to be, mm -hmm. that doesn't stop your potential. There's still a whole world of, and a future out there for you. Just apply your mind to it. Um, and naturally we do some stuff centered around like financial technology, software, uh, you know, marketing and kind of the innovative sides of it. Um, just to inspire people that there's also a route that you don't get taught in IT in school. Oh, 100%. Like, I remember when I went to, well, I was in like IT in school, it was literally just writing out Word documents. Mm. There was nothing yeah. actually technical on there. No. So you don't, and often when you go into jobs, they want you to have um, previous experience with certain tech-based skills, but yeah. how are you going to learn them if they're not even teaching those skills? Yeah. It's just, just stupid. So when you see the job adverts, uh, looking for entry-level or junior applicants must have a minimum of one year experience. Yeah. They're not entry-level or junior applicants, then, are they? So exactly, then you're yeah. in that world where what they're looking for isn't actually out there, it's not available, you can't have entry level and have a year's worth of experience at the same time. Um, but a child could technically, after they've gone through secondary school, college, they could have multiple years worth of experience if the curriculum was changed to be adaptable to industry. Mm -hmm. So just because this financial technology, if you learn the technology based, whatever interest they have in that, you can apply that to any industry because you'll have the core basics of how to code or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. So I, th I think that 
we'd like to go into schools for that purpose to help the children but I think we'd also then dial that straight back and be challenging the curriculum in whatever way we can now we've not looked into it too much as of yet but there's there's but some there's a future of like, 100%, thing that you want to be doing 100% yeah. yeah 100% yeah I think it's nice to like educate the younger people because it's one of those things isn't it you don't realise till you're older looking back like they <laughs> probably won't realise now actually they need to know all this stuff yeah it's only once you've been through it all and thought no one taught me that that's when you realise isn't it so yeah. I think yeah being able to go into schools and talk and educate people on as well the tech industry which is what your business is sort of around well, as well. I came from um, quite a rough area of Manchester. Um, I love Manchester. I'm not, not saying it in a bad way. I, I love my hometown, know where I come from, never forgot that. Um, and then I remember, you know, multiple years later, I moved to Wilmslow. Um, and when I moved to Wilmslow, there's a Ferrari garage, there's an Aston Martin garage, there's all these super affluent people driving around in supercars and stuff. And I was, I was very material based at that time. And mm-hmm. A lot of people feel uncomfortable in that environment because it's almost like keeping up with the Joneses. Whereas I was like, "Wow, inspired! How do I get that?" And yeah. that kind of like motivated me for what I wanted out of my life—not the material aspect, but that kind of that prestige and that success. Because I associated that that was a hard-working individual to to get that that car or that house. Where I'm from in Manchester, we do, we we didn't have those types of inspirations around us. Um, you didn't see kind of like how far the ceiling is in terms of capabilities and achievements so it's all well and good being in an area where that is around you because you're probably from a family like that but i think if you change the internal so the actual process in the school you'd have children more inspired to just apply themselves to whatever it was that they were doing in the first place whether that's the core subjects that are there or if we do change the curriculum um yeah so for me i just think it's all about kind of getting into these schools to give something back to the kids, yeah. inspire them, show them the potential of what's out there. But we need to go beyond that. It's all well and good to speaking to a child, but if they still then go to geography after that and that's not what they want to do, yeah. are they really focused? Are they going to listen? Overall, you want to go into schools, change, um, like let people see that there are other options as well as eventually potentially changing the curriculum that's also something you're passionate about as well isn't it i think there's multiple people that have tried the curriculum thing but it's just about kind of regular perseverance i think if enough people shout yeah. about it like i said the challenge on the latin thing 40 million quid spent on introducing latin there's so much more relatable oh, stuff we yeah, can do 100%. to inspire children so yeah. um i think it's just a case of multiple people all working towards one common goal and that's just kind of inspiring the future generation which ultimately means we'll have a talent pool of really cool young individuals that come through that we can potentially recruit one day as well yeah defo so an exciting opportunity for all purposes really isn't yeah. It? yeah yeah amazing and you guys feel totally the same dan yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would say so yeah you enjoying the cocktail <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can see them slowly going down there enjoying oh, it in the red four bar <laughs> <laughs> the red four bar, I love it. Come back anytime you want. Oh, thank you. Welcome anytime. Happy hour. Yeah, two for one. Um, thanks snacks. for joining us. Hey guys, spill the tea. It's your yeah. first ever one. How, how'd you feel? No, it's great. No, yeah. it's good. Enjoyed it. Yeah, nice one. Well, as I mentioned, you're welcome back anytime. And this series is sponsored by Tap Cocktails. Cheers. Cheers. I won't Cheers. spoil you again. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, guys.
Um, so please use our exclusive discount code and um, spill the tea 10 to get money off um, and you know treat yourself to some bevs in time for the weekend but thanks for joining us on the podcast again guys it's been such a pleasure thank to you have you on um, and thank you for watching this podcast catch us in our next one bye